Are you a multitasker? You know, one of those people who is so proud of being able to do many things at once. And, and I know the extreme version is you can hunt water buffalo and change your kid's diaper and, and make a good living. <laughs> but even the more mundane stuff, you know, I can watch television and read a book at the same time. I can get through my emails and pay attention to my spouse. Or I, can, I can do many things at once because I'm a smart guy or a smart woman and, and I'm really committed to all these different tasks. And, and, you know, life is so busy, I don't really have a choice. And are you proud of that? How about stress? How do you feel about that? Do you think that if you could just de-stress a little bit, you could be so much more productive? If you could just push aside some of the stuff that's annoying you and stressing you out. Those are both notions, the idea that we can successfully multitask, and if we could just de-stress a little bit more, we'd be a lot more productive. Those are both notions driving an increasingly popular trend. What's the trend? Fidget toys, and particularly fidget spinners. Now, what are these devices? The truth is I first noticed them about a year ago on a trip abroad. I was leading for students in a graduate program for nonprofit executives. And the, quote, cool kids on the trip, there were three or four of them, and they really were, we're talking about adults, they were the cool kids of the group. They all had these little devices some of them were like a, a couple of nuts and bolts pegged together and they would be playing with them, fidgeting. And some of them were the classic fidget spinner, which is like these three little metal wheels encased in a plastic device and you rub them against each other. And I had never seen them before. And I and I asked one of them, what is that? And, and because he was one of the cool kids, he looked at me as it was so obvious, those are, those are fidget toys. And he explained how they help him to be occupied while he's otherwise occupied, and that allows him to focus better. Now, I don't care so much about that stuff, and I didn't think about it much then. But now there are actually debates coming up in schools and whole school boards about whether or not kids can bring these things into the classroom. And even more, I was asked recently by a friend of mine who had seen an article about religious leaders in Israel questioning whether or not these were appropriate to use. And it turns out that as crazy as the article was, because the rabbis who were responding to these, this new trend said, well, you know, you really shouldn't bring them into the classroom because it's, it's beneath the study of, of religious texts and it, it demeans the process and it's disrespectful and so you shouldn't bring them into the classroom. I think actually the rabbis may have reached the right conclusion albeit for entirely the wrong conclusions. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, for the wrong reasons. I don't think that the reason not to use these is because they're demeaning or disrespectful or any of those things. You know, I, it's amazing how often people who aren't comfortable with a new trend want to explain why it's a bad thing and disrespectful and demeaning, as opposed to just saying, you know, I'm not so comfortable with that, and I don't think it would work for me. But I think they were onto something. Because it turns out that according to the best neurologists and neuroscientists that I've asked about this, multitasking is actually a misnomer. Strictly speaking, there is no such thing. We are never doing multiple things at once in the sense of different tasks. We are never, according to these scientists, multitasking. We are actually serial monotaskers. That is quickly flipping between multiple tasks and going back from one to the other back and forth and not actually able to focus on multiple things at once. 
So it turns out the idea that I'm really multitasking and by being distracted by my toy, able to focus better on the task at hand, may in fact be completely untrue. And the idea that stress is always a bad thing, it turns out there's real science behind the idea that at least in many situations, stress can actually raise our levels of productivity even if it doesn't raise the levels of pleasure we take in that productivity. It's amazing how stress can get us laser-like focused. Now, again, I'm not suggesting that the way to get people to produce maximally is to get them all stressed out and crazy and living on the edge. But I also know that the default position that, yeah, if I could just chill a little bit, everything would be better, is also not exactly true. So the truth is, I can go either way with fidget toys, But the real story here, it seems to me, as it is with so many trendy things, there are no panaceas or magic bullets. It's not just do this method or play with this gadget and somehow you'll have the best of all worlds. You'll be de-stressed and multitasking and more efficient and everything will be perfect. The real takeaway, it seems to me here, is that as it is with so many things, The issue is not whether they are good or bad, whether they are distracting or not distracting, but who is using them? What do they gain from using them? And at what cost? My sense is that the issue is not good or bad, respectful or disrespectful, but what are you trying to accomplish? How does this particular device help you accomplish it? And what is the cost to that accomplishment? Nothing is free. And many new things are genuinely worth the cost. But it seems to me that's the best way to decide, whether it's for a seven-year-old in the classroom or a grown-up on a trip or you and me.